Welcome back to Becoming Your Best Version. I am host Maria Leonard Olson. I am an attorney in the Washington, D.C. area, an author, journalist, mentor to women who are struggling with addictions or sexual assault issues, a retreat leader, TEDx speaker, and someone whose passion is to help other women become their best version. In my travels with the things that I'm involved in, I get to get to encounter inspiring, amazing women. And the guest who we have on today's podcast is someone I met, gosh, 10 years ago in a retreat setting for Toltec shaman Don Miguel Ruiz, who is one of my life teachers. And this woman, Raquel Benavidez, has worked with Don Miguel Ruiz for many, many years. She has launched two incredible organizations that build on her work with Don Miguel Ruiz. Raquel Benavidez, who is joining us from San Diego, splits her time between San Diego and New Mexico. She has launched the Truth Foundation, which is dedicated to educating and expanding the perceptions of identity and race, both in the workplace and one's personal life. The program works in partnership with her corporate clients to bring empowerment and hope to local underserved communities through guidance programs that broaden the opportunity to achieve real success and happiness among constituencies. You can learn more about her work at thetruthfoundation.org, as well as angelsatwork.org. Welcome, Raquel. <laughs> thank you, Maria. Thank you. Thank you. That was quite the introduction. I appreciate that. Oh, well, I have been a fan <laughs> of yours for 10 years, and oh. I'm grateful that our paths have crossed, and I watch your work with great interest. So tell yeah. me, how did Angels at Work and the Truth Foundation get started? You know, I was, um, as I know it sounds a little bit, uh, redundant, but just how things fall into place. I, you know, as you know, I was Don Miguel's manager for quite some time. Um, his youngest son came into the position where he was going to step in and be uh, Don Miguel's business manager. So I was lucky enough that Don Miguel turned around and offered me to do the training in business. And so of course I was like, absolutely, you know, without a doubt, I did not hesitate. And so we started doing four agreements training in business. Um, we worked very closely. Janet Mills also offered that to me. Um, she's the publisher for the four agreements. Okay. Um, and so I was off to the races. So then Angels at Work was born and we just started reaching out to corporate clients and being able to offer the four agreements in a corporate setting. Um, I have to tell you, 10 years ago when I started, I got scolded a little bit one time for even using the word love in mm. my corporate trainings, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> which is just fascinating now, you know, when I hear so many speak of, you know, awareness and balance and self-care and self-love. And I'm like, wow, we have come a long way in 10 years. We sure have. And yeah, the world so is better off for it. Absolutely. And in our workplace... 
how people are functioning, how we engage with one another and our colleagues and our families and how all of that is intertwined is just beautiful to see now. So yeah. I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. And tell us about the work that the Truth Foundation does. I know that it has to do with professional development, education, spiritual journeys, and activism. But what Mm -hmm. does that mean for uh, an example for a given individual? So we began that um, being and working with Don Miguel and, and going to all of these beautiful events, as you've seen, I could see that there was just a lack of representation. There was just those, you know, first we call them, we started calling them disenfranchised. And I was like, no, we're going to call them hidden gems because they're just hidden gems. They just, they don't, you know, the resources, the access, the options weren't there for them. Right, right. And so, so yeah, it just was a matter of finding that. And, and we just decided like, there's a place for that. And we need to go out there and find those hidden gems. And we need to offer them and share with them these beautiful teachings, these beautiful power places. Um, We're beginning to do a power journey, we're going to take them to Sedona. And then ultimately, we're going to do a two week trip to Greece. Wow. As you know, traveling is the biggest opener whether it's hard, your body, your mind, traveling is just the biggest, broadest opener for you. Um, and so, yeah, so that's Beautiful. what we decided to do is do that through Power Journeys. Yeah. And how do people sign up to be part of this? How do individuals become <laughs> a part of it? So for the Truth Foundation, um, you can go, you can log in, you can contact us if you want to volunteer or if you want to donate for the Truth Foundation all of that is there on our website on the truthfoundation.org. Okay. Um, and we're always open to any ideas or someone, if someone's offering a center, we do most of our work with young women in Albuquerque and in New Mexico. That's my home state. And there is a lot of hidden gems <laughs> in New Mexico. So that is a beautiful thing. And um, so, yeah, that's where we predominantly. So if there's anyone there, there's a lot of beautiful centers you know, we're always open to, you know, however anyone would like to serve their community. Most beautiful, definitely. beautiful. And you and I are very converse with the four agreements and the mastery yes. of love, the teachings of Don Miguel Ruiz, but some of our listeners may not be. So okay. in your own words, could you give a short summary of what those teachings mean to you? Oh, in a short summary, Maria, it's a lifetime. <laughs> I know, indeed it is. But let's just whet their appetites and so that pe- yes. more people will yes. follow th- this path, which has changed my life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is very, the way Don Miguel, um, as a Toltec master, and understanding the dynamics and how dynamic us humans are, he created four simple agreements from his tradition and his teachings. And the first one is to be impeccable with your word. Then you have, um, don't make assumptions, always do your best. And I always forget one, Maria. Oh my gosh, you caught me off guard. Don't make assumptions, always do your best. It's so funny, I'm always uh, the fourth one that I'm out. The fourth one, oh my gosh, that this is hilarious that neither of us can come up with it because the most impactful agreement for me that I say to myself every day is don't make assumptions yes. because that has caused so many problems in my life. 
don't take anything personal. Ah, yes. Which yes. is the fourth one, which is always yes. like, don't judge yourself, which I right. Right, <laughs> right, right. Which I'm doing right now as yes, I am not, yes. I'm una- was unable to think of the fourth yes, agreement. Yes, don't take anything personal. So don't take anything personal and don't make assumptions. I feel are just like um, twins. They you are. Know, just really play off one another and depending on what perspective you are. So using these four agreements is just a simple way to remind yourself to stay present, to honor yourself, and to really have, and it's the embodiment of that self-love. So The Mastery of Love, his second book, I say that the four agreements is the mind and the mastery of love is obviously the heart. Beautiful. So yeah, it's just, they feed off one another. So as you're implementing these four agreements that are very logical, very simple, you could take them at face value. You could practice with them and go into a very deep level. Um, The four agreements is the kindness and compassion that nurtures those four, the mastery of love, I apologize. The mastery of love is the compassion that nurtures those four agreements. and so, yeah, the it's become, it's more and more, a lot of um, artists, actors, politicians even have been utilizing the book. Um, and I think it's, it's simplicity that it lays upon us as humans, which are absolutely dynamic. And we like chaos and we like our drama. <laughs> and the four agreements just cuts through all of that, you know? Um, and one thing I tell my students and clients and corporations that I work with is you have to assure that those agreements are agreements. And what is the baseline of an agreement? It means two people, right? So it's bilateral. It's not a unilateral. You're not going to come in and place these rules on your employees, right? They're not rules. They're mm-hmm. agreements. So everyone mm-hmm. is engaged and everyone is, has to be respected in order to have engagement. So that's one of the baselines for me when we're even saying the four agreements, you know. That is so important. And that is uh, a subtlety that was, that I've not appreciated before this very moment that even though I practice the four agreements to the best of my ability, sometimes I get judgmental uh, unwittingly that Mm -hmm. other people are not cooperating with (laughs) my, my four agreements that I have made in my life. Exactly. So thank you for that reminder. Yes. Gosh. And it's Gosh. the inward, outward um, conversation. Many of us are stuck in our outward conversations and trying to control that outward. So the agreements are first made with yourself. And then you continue to make the agreements with all of our brothers and sisters and all of our colleagues. And, you know, you continue the process outward. But you respect. It's mutual respect. You, you have to um, appreciate. If someone doesn't want to agree, that's okay. Yeah. It's totally okay. Yeah. They get to live their life however they want to, you know. And it's that as long as it's not hurting my body, everyone gets to think and believe and play however they want to. Well, that's a hard pill to swallow for really many is. people mm-hmm. because especially in our divisive political climate. How how do you do it, Raquel? Sometimes <laughs> I just get so feel so defeated by what's happening politically in our country. Yeah. You know, it's practice. It's I just I I keep practicing. It's not that I'm above getting angry or upset. Like mm-hmm. that's like the thing I tell people like, "Oh, things come up for me. That anger will come up for me. And I'm like, what the 
hell? How in the hell could you possibly think that? Yeah. <laughs> I to myself and say, ask myself, what makes you think you know, Rocky? Mm. I have to tell myself, Raquel, what makes you the righteous indignation? And then I stop myself because then I become exactly what I'm complaining about, right? Mm. So they are in, they are stuck in their heads. They are stuck with their righteous knowing. But then I judge them for being in that righteous knowing, which what puts me in righteous knowing. Oh my gosh, what an important point. What that yeah. is such a gem that I needed to hear today. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you, wise woman. <laughs> oh, girl. So it's just us practicing uh, Mama Gaia, which is one of my teachers, which is was um one of the, you know then Miguel's partner. And uh her biggest teaching to me was like, honey, there is no out there. And the world and the universe is here to absolutely serve you and love you for you to be in your fullness. So while I want to think everything is happening outside of me, it's all about my personal peace and it's all about my personal wars within myself. And mm. it's easy to say, be impeccable with your word and shake your finger, wag your finger at someone else and say, you're not being impeccable with your word, right? But it's really difficult for us to be very, very honest and truthful and brutally truthful with ourselves and saying, are you being impeccable? Is this really what you want? Are you negotiating with yourself? Are you being less than you really want to be? And on that internal dialogue. Um, and that's the only thing we're here to create is ourselves. Like no one's been Maria before. No one's been Raquel before. No one will ever be again. Yeah. And so we, there's no out there. There is no out there. And if, if we're really going to walk this path and recognize the oneness and the love and the unity we can't judge. We can disagree, of course, right? There's, it's yes. okay to disagree and say, that's not what I want in my life. That's respecting your own personal body and your boundaries. Um, but to have the harsh judgment in spite, you're the one that feels that. They don't even feel oh, it. I have <laughs> been in that trap repeatedly over the last month. It's I needed to talk to you. I needed <laughs> to hear this wisdom from you. Yeah. And I so appreciate you. Can you give, without naming a name, an example of someone who has been served by the Truth Foundation or angels at work, some transformation that you've seen, because I'm guessing you have witnessed a lot of transformations through the transformative work that you do. Yes. And that just gets me giddy. I get so excited when you're watching somebody have their own aha moment mm -hmm. and it just falls on them. And you can see to me, when people talk about the law of attraction and abundance, to me, I'm about fullness. Mm -hmm. So when you watch someone expand right in front of you it's just like I still get the chills because they're just expanding and they're like oh, I can do that and you're like yes you can yes you can and so we've done we've done programs and we work with um because we have such a wounded feminine and a wounded male you know we have a wounded masculine also I, I never discount my beautiful men um, but each are going through their own process and bringing. And so we did this beautiful uh, ceremony to bring in Mother Divine as much mm. as we do Papa Divine. And some of these girls had never even imagined that the voice of authority or the voice of influence could be female. Wow. And I know I still get chills about it because they were like, she was beautiful. Because I go in and I ask them to you know, imagine the most beautiful 
you know, female you've ever seen. And then they allow their imagination to carry them. And then they realize that that's them. And they're like, no way. And I'm like, yeah. And I have them transmute that mama divine until they're looking in the mirror, until they're looking at themselves. And it's very, very moving. It's, it's just phenomenal, Maria. It's just to watch them come out of those meditations and those ceremonies and those rituals are like, it's a, it's a gift. It really is when you are giving from that space. Um, it serves me so much too. I always tell people, they're like, oh, Rika, you're so giving. I'm like, yeah, I'm the most selfish person you've ever met. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that. I will respectfully disagree with that characterization, (laughs) but that's okay. You're a humble person too. It's like so beautiful to watch that expansion. And so that's what we do. We allow them to reflect the beautiful, beautiful female They've never even, never even dreamed of Maria because we've always influenced God as a he, which has damaged all of us because obviously the infinite has no sex. That's just silly. Um, when you really think about it. Yes, but, indeed. Okay, that's indeed. another conversation we can have <laughs> about that, right? Um, and so watching their eyes brighten and um, their bodies, you know, they kind of stand taller. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the kind of work we do. We just allow them to see their beauty. Oh, their own I magnificent. love it. I yeah. love it. And yeah. I suspect that, well, you practice primarily in Calif- Southern California and New Mexico, yes. but you do deal with corporate America. So yes. are, do you experience some pushback on some of these these modalities? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And it depends on how much time I have with them. Um, But because my background is in corporate, I've been in a marketing uh, director of sales and and marketing. And um, so I know the lingo, I know the language, it's very easy to make, I wouldn't have the same kind of spiritual conversation, but we do talk about life purpose. We do talk about um, life goals. We do talk about our big whys. Um, And we just have to use lingo that is comfortable and that's totally fine. Um, It's all layered and that's where being impeccable with our word, I practice that um, because it's all layered and um, none of us have to be defensive because we're all having this human experience, right? And it's um, very logical, it's very logical. And if you wanna hit your goals at work, you know, you don't want to take anything personal. Exactly. You know, when your boss has to come in and tell you very specifically that you have a $500,000 goal, how do you hit that? <laughs> and when he tells you, you didn't hit that goal, are you going to take that personal? Are you going to self-reflect? Are you going to tell yourself, you know, I did the best I could. This either, this either isn't the right job for me, or I need to shift my position or rethink my life purpose. It's very simple. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be the deep, you know, spiritual aspects. So sometimes I get pushed back. But I would say nine times out of 10, I keep it very logical and you kind of test your water and the group you're working with. And as I see them opening up to new perspectives, then I might dive a little bit deeper. Gotcha. (laughs) Yeah, I might dive a little deeper, but um, we can keep it, you know, as high and logical as we want, or we can go into our heart space also. So it's, it's fun for me to play in that space. Um, Cause like I said, 10 years ago, I was scolded for using love and told like a lot of people, it turned a lot of people off and they didn't listen to the rest of it. And I was like, what? And in my mind, I was like, did I use love? I was like, oh my God, where did I use love? But it just flows from my vocabulary, you know? 
Yes, you are a and, very authentic person, but I am also, and I'm also impressed that you know your audience and you know what needs sure. to be the best way that a message can be received, given the particular audience that you're dealing with, with, exactly. each, with each individual session. Mm -hmm. And you yeah. know, to be fair, that is the magic of the four agreements. Yeah. It yeah. really is the magic of the four agreements. You can go to the most, I've had people super, i.e. you would consider conservative, right? And really? they come and they're like, oh my God, Raquel, I read, I read the four agreements and it's amazing. And I'm looking at them like, okay, that's awesome. And we have a whole great conversation um, and it's beautiful. Wow. You know, really it's, it's, Um, I tell people it's, we are much more unified than we'd like to see. And that's part of our healing process. Oh, I hope you're right. I hope really you're right. Is. It really, Gosh. really is. We all want to be able to live healthy lives. It's the belief systems and the lies. And we all tell ourselves lies. Mm. So it's not mm -hmm. just one side politically, one side, you know, male, female, you know, male and female have been having their wars. It's not just the young and the old. You know, we can have the dualities that go on and on. Um, yeah, it's about all of us again. You know, Miguel always says that love is the balance between generosity and gratitude. Oh, and oh, that for is me, beautiful. I added that because I feel like the scale is respect. Oh gosh, that is right? beautiful. Mm -hmm. So for you to stay in balance within gratitude and generosity, the scales are respect. I love that. Yeah. So uh, you are, as I've already said a couple times, <laughs> a woman of great wisdom and insight. The one question that I like to ask all of our guests is, what do you do to become mm -hmm. your best version? Um, you know, I thought about that. And I, I think the thing that I practice is acceptance, mm. you know, because when I'm judging myself or telling myself I'm not enough, then I'm stopping myself. So the more that I accept, the more I'm able to let go. And the more I'm able to let go, the more I can be in my fullness. So it's just acceptance of myself, right? Where I am and not telling myself I need to be the best version or I'm the least version, right? Because when I'm telling myself I need to be the best, then obviously I'm telling myself I'm not there yet. Mm. And I'm only me. And so yes. this is, what I am, you know, and that is always doing my best. And that's me being honest with myself, you know, like, so just practicing acceptance and then reflection, you know, the acceptance, acceptance, acceptance. And then I can have more fun with myself. I like having fun and laughing. <laughs> I, I love laugh. it. <laughs> yes. You also are a person who exudes a lot of joy and that yep makes me appreciate you every single time we have an interaction. Oh, myself also. It's always, always great to be with you. We always have such beautiful conversations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. yes. I, and I appreciate your work. You have been consistent and disciplined. I've watched you grow over the years, girl, and kudos to you Aww. for staying in your grace and honoring yourself. Sis, you just keep fighting that good fight. I'm so proud of you. Well, let's both keep doing what we're doing and trying yeah. to bring light to the world. Absolutely. Thank you, Raquel. And you can learn more again about her work. Check out the show notes, but it's angelsatwork.com and the truth foundation. 
uh, .org. Both are .org. Sorry, scratch that. <laughs> Angels.work.org. So thank you, Raquel. And I'm thank sure you. our paths will cross again very soon. Yes. Big hugs to you, honey. Same to you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you.